Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back into The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. I want to play this audio. I have been unable to hear this, but Rob has heard it. I want to play it. Nick Wright, first things first, my brother, my mentor, you guys know all of those things. On his show, he talked about the incident that happened yesterday down at Union Station. Nick was here, and I want to play for you what he had to say. Do I have it, Robert? Do you have it? I have it. Okay, my, my apologies here. Let me, let me go ahead and get it queued up for you guys. My bad. That's on me. All right, here it goes. I'm going to tell you guys about the times my family first saw me cry because there's a chance you guys are going to see me cry for the first time. For Diora, my older daughter, it was December of 2012 in the lobby of her school when she was seven years old when I went to pick her up the day of Sandy Hook. And that day, of course, someone with a lightweight semi-automatic rifle shot around two dozen kids her age, and I saw her in that lobby, and I immediately started sobbing. It's the first time she ever saw me cry. My youngest daughter, Deanna, who's been on this show, who you, everyone here knows really well, first time she ever saw me cry was March of 2022 in our kitchen when I opened up Twitter and saw what had happened at Robb Elementary. And someone with a lightweight semi-automatic rifle shot around two dozen people that were her age. And I, and I sobbed. And she was concerned. She didn't know. I didn't, I, I just, like, it was so, and I'm not a big crier. Nothing against it, but I... I sobbed, and yesterday, shortly after, a few kids themselves with lightweight semi-automatic rifles shot around two dozen people. Uh, my wife saw me cry in a way I haven't, and it wasn't when uh, w- at the parade. It wasn't on the walk over. It was at the hotel. Once we had gotten to the safety of our room, we're at the elevator, and there was this little old lady who was on the phone fighting back tears, mm. wearing a chief shirt. And she saw me and knew us, knew the show, and came over and gave me a hug and started crying. Mm. And I still didn't cry yet. And then we talked. And she said she was there with her kids and grandkids. And her, I believe she said, 14-year-old granddaughter had to take the lead because she's been trained for this. And the adults hadn't. And I cried. 
and I cried because it's so god dog cruel what we've taken from this generation of kids that we all got. There, listen, yesterday, Wilds is right, we're lucky, but yesterday was also the single worst 10 seconds of my life. And it was not, it was not the, when we heard the gunshot and we're told to get down, and it was not it, the, ten, the, the part that is seared into my memory from a selfish perspective is the time between them telling us active shooter and me finding in the crowd ostensibly where the shooter was, my wife, my sister-in-law, and her best friend. Because I, you know, th those, that 10 seconds felt like it was five minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, but that, that is, that is a, such a different feeling than for these young kids who have now had to learn, drill, and experience what to do in a mass shooting situation before they lose their first tooth, yeah. before they have their first kiss. For those kids there yesterday, part of their childhood ended. And to your point, those are the kids that we consider lucky. Mm -hmm. The kids who didn't end up in hospital beds. And so I, I, I'm incredibly sad about this. And this is where I will pivot a bit. But I am furious. I'm furious because this is so clearly all our fault. And we have so clearly lost the plot so quickly. I understand now that at this point, talking about any type of regulations whatsoever on guns in America is verboten for some, but we, some of the strictest statewide gun regulations ever passed in this country were passed by Ronald Reagan. Right. And the, the assault weapons ban in the 90s was supported by Ronald Reagan, who is a paragon, uh, you know what I mean, for many uh, on the conservative side of the aisle. I, we say when it comes to this particular topic. We turn ourselves into morons. We say ludicrous things like, why have laws? People break them. Like, we make these arguments of, well, if you pass a law, only criminals will break the law. As if, okay, well then make selling meth legal because only meth dealers will break it. We, 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 we trick ourselves into good guy with a gun. There were 800 good guys there yesterday. How many of them did we shake hands with before that we saw? There were uniformed police. There were, there, there, you couldn't have had more good guys prepared, ready. And in an instant, there's nothing they can do right. until after the fact and mitigate the damage. And that's my home city. And the only thing that brings Kansas City together is the Chiefs. We are a divided city. We are a segregated city. We have, the Chiefs is the only thing that brings it together. And the moment is, is shattered. That was Nick Wright earlier today on First Things First. If you want to check out the comments in its entirety, I saw it was around seven minutes, so not much shorter than what we have played there for you guys. I have purposely tried to stay out of the gun conversation. I told Spectre what my take was for the day, and he said, don't talk about that. So I will respect my boss's wishes. 
I think you guys have listened to this show enough to know my feeling on guns, and I don't fool with them. I don't like being around them. I do not own one. I try to stay away from people that have them on them. I am not saying that is not your right or your decision. I just don't fool with them. I was in college, and one of my very close friends, he was an avid hunter, and he brought me to his house. And I had never fired a gun before. I have never fired one since. And we were shooting different guns, like rifles and some other stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. And Rob, he handed me a shotgun and pointed at a tree. And I shot at the tree. Because earlier I was like shooting like little random like dolls and little targets and stuff. So I don't know why it just didn't really register to me like the damage that I was doing. And he pointed at a tree and told me to shoot the tree. And I shot the tree and I saw what that gun did to that tree. I didn't shoot anymore for the rest of the day. I was like, yo, people use this on other people? He was like, yeah. I was like, I no, no thanks. I don't want no, Please keep this away from me. That is the choice that I've made for myself. So I'm not telling any of you how to feel about guns or what you should do with them. That is your choice. But I just I made that decision for me when I was 19 years old that I don't want to be around them. Please keep them away from me. Very passionate statements from Nick Wright. That's my brother, so I support him. And I mean, I I understand how what happened yesterday is more real to you because you were there, because you know someone was there because this was an incident that hit extremely close to home and happened in your home. I understand all of those things. But the incident yesterday at Union Station, as much as we don't want to admit it, it is part of Kansas City. It is also part of living in America. And I think the part that is the most frustrating about it is, number one, we have failed to keep children safe, as you just heard in there with Nick Wright. We, we have failed. Like, there is no debate to me that we have failed children of our country. We have failed to keep them safe. That is number one. And the, I, I've done this enough to know what is going to happen. What is going to happen is we're going to talk about this on Monday. And a group of you are going to say, shut up. You're beating a dead horse. Get over it. Move on. And then we won't talk about it anymore, and nothing will happen, and then another shooting will happen, and then we'll go through the same cycle over and over. And I'm tired of this cycle. I would imagine that many of you are tired of this cycle, and also the feeling of hopelessness of, you know, what can I do about it? Like, I know how I feel. I'm happy to communicate that. It's not like somebody's going to come up to me, Carrington, you know what? You're right. You know what? We're going to enact the law tomorrow based on your idea. I would love for that to be the case. Not going to happen. So as much as I think today is important and having these conversations, again, I've also done this enough to know exactly what is going to happen. And by the weekend, we will move on and we will talk about something else and nothing will happen. No changes, no nothing. We will all go back to our normal life and we will talk about pitchers and catchers reporting And we will play University of and we'll give pizzas away and we will never speak on it again. And that's incredibly sad. That's unfortunate. Maybe I am part of that problem because I'm in the media. But this is just 
This is just part of living in America. And I will continue to say, for a country that claims to be as great as we do, oh, we love to tell other people how great we are. The fact that we seem to have this problem more than any of these other countries seems to me to be a huge knock on America and a huge detriment. And for as great as we are, have we have not come up with better solutions to stop incidents like this or at least decrease the likeliness of it happening is very, very odd to me. Keep it right here, Sir Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deepasquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kansas City, it's Brett Veach. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. I would give this person a great intro, but I didn't get Pete one earlier just with everything going on, so I'm going to hold off on that intro until next week. Aaron Ladd of KSHB 41 News is here. Now, I will ask you one question because I did ask this to Pete, and I'm about equality. Okay. You got to go to the Super Bowl. That's number one. I would guess hanging out with me is probably number two of things you did in Vegas. <laughs> it's high up there. <laughs> doesn't chart. It doesn't, it's, not, it's not in the top five. Well, honestly, we don't really link often. You're one of those people that's like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll 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 grab that drink or we'll do whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 I got there you. has never been a time in which you have asked me to grab a drink and I've declined going out somewhere with you. This has never happened. We're yeah, gonna lie on, on here. On, I was we're like, gonna lie in front of the people. We should hoop. I was like, we should hoop sometime. You know, I got a group that hoops. Okay, no, you have Thursday. asked me to play basketball. You've asked me one time so to play it, basketball, it, and I had to work on serious, so I couldn't do it. It was time to rubber meets the road, and you were like, oh. We can, we, we can play basketball this weekend. I will play basketball with you this weekend. I will set it up. I can get us a court at Hy-Vee Arena. I will get us a court. We ain't got to pay. We can go play this weekend. You tell me if you want to play. Rob will come play. Rob, now, now, Rob can't really hoop. But Rob can set a good screen. I don't think anybody on the drive can actually. Rob, you're being disrespectful. <laughs> Rob can set a good screen. He can play good defense. Three and D. And, and he can hit a couple shots. He's like... He's like Mitch Lightfoot. That's that's Rob's game. Oof. Mitch Lightfoot's game. So yeah, I mean, me, him, 
I'll pick up a couple of people and we'll beat your team. We can set that up right now. I will make one phone call and we'll have a court right now. Yeah, I just know it's going to fall through. Steve Walls even came to my defense on this. Apparently, he was supposed to see you in Vegas, too. And then you were like, oh, my allergies started acting up. And Steve and I looked at each other like, it must be a certain Vegas kind of allergy. Wow, that, this that, is, I can't believe this. This is, this, is, this is real dirty pool right now from my guy, Aaron Ladd. Uh, Aaron, let me tell you that you did phenomenal work yesterday. I don't get a chance to tell you that very often because you don't really do phenomenal work. No, very you, often. you get the chance to say it as much as you want to. You just decline that opportunity. <laughs> you don't do it. Yesterday, I thought you did really great work. Uh, I was actually asked to do an interview on a television network that I don't really want to go on. Mm. And I gave them your number as, hey, I, you know, I don't I don't really want to do the interview, but maybe Aaron Ladd of KSHB 41 News, maybe he would uh, would like to do the interview. You giving uh, me your scraps right now. My place. No, it was like first thing in the morning. Like, hey, I'm a producer on this show on this cable news network. We love for you to come on. I was like, yeah, I'm OK. No, thanks. I'm all right. I know somebody who would love to do it, though. Aaron Ladd would probably love to do it. I don't know whether to be insulted or complimented. Aaron Ladd would love to do it. Uh, okay, on a very, very serious note, though, you were down there. Take us through your memory, your recollection. Take us through being down there at Union Station. Yeah, so KSHB 41 is the official broadcast partner. So I did have some access that was a little different than, than Gen Pop or other stations here in the market. I was about three rows back from the stage. And one by one, Andy Reid... Mahomes, Travis Kelsey does his rendition of Low Places, the whole thing. We're at the end now, and I was in a section of the crowd I probably shouldn't have been in. There were some Chiefs legends in the building, many more touchdowns than I've scored in the National Football League, so I was close. And as I'm kind of leaving off right-hand side, if you're looking at Union Station, Governor Kelly, surrounded by six people, just dart past me, left-hand side. I'm like, that's not the weirdest thing in the world. Maybe she's trying to beat traffic. Maybe they got somewhere else to go. And then people start running and you hear the you hear like the murmurs of people saying shots fired, shots fired. I got back to a KSHB 41 truck. We tried to drive out of the area, which was probably not the best idea in hindsight. It doesn't sound like it. Um, and as we're driving, just the most police cars I think I've ever seen coming down one street. Um, and eventually they were just like, pull over right now and get out of here, essentially. Um, and that's what I did. But it was really harrowing to see. Like, obviously, I wasn't watching. I was there at the parade, but I wasn't watching our coverage. But, like, getting back and seeing that and seeing the response, the thing that's really sticking with me from this, and, and it's – there's a lot of things from this. I still don't know if I've 100% digested this, but, like, the visual of, like, Trey Smith and Andy Reid, some of these guys who – we're coming to celebrate them. You saw right? you saw this? No, I okay, didn't I see didn't, this. I didn't know. I, was I didn't, know I didn't see this. I'm, I'm reading the report. I've seen the GMA, that kind of thing. I didn't see any of that. But just the visual of, like, like the it's the complete opposite of what it was supposed to be. We're supposed to be celebrating them and their accomplishment and coming back from 10 points down and Mahomes' third ring. Like, all of it's supposed to be that. And them consoling children, trying to keep them away from windows. Like, I remember one of your replies on social media was, like, this is an American problem. And it is, it is kind of cyclical in nature where it just feels – a little bit different considering that it happened in our community and we were there. A hundred percent. And that's maybe the thing that I've tried to at least keep in mind is I think what happened yesterday is America. And I understand the numbers in Kansas City may be different than some other places. And I'm not trying to make it seem like we are immune from this conversation yeah. at all. But yesterday, I think you saw America in totality. 
Like gun violence is a part of our society, is a part of our culture. People, American is football, right? People randomly shooting in crowded places is, yeah. is is part of our society. But I also don't think that's the only thing, and I don't think that should be the defining thing of yesterday. You also saw America in a lot of its good too. Sure. People tackled the shooter. Yeah. So people did something I would never do. I would never see a person with a gun go to a and just parade. go up to him and just Lawrence Taylor try to tackle that individual. Like, that is, you are a hero if you do something like that. Like, you are a great person. And the togetherness and the outpouring of support. Absolutely. And how people are going to donate blood. That is also America, too. So at least how we started this conversation earlier today was how I am against moving the rally anywhere. Hmm. I understand the fear. I understand the frustration. I, I, I get all of that. But you and I have been to enough of these parades now to know Man, this is some of the best that you can have. Like, you get people from everywhere, all sure. walks of life. Yeah. They come together, and for 99.99% of people, they have no issues. Everybody goes home safe, and it is an amazing day. And you were celebrating being in Kansas City and what it means to represent this community. I don't want to take that away. And you and I both know, if they move this thing to Arrowhead, A, the tickets to actually be able to attend it will be through the roof. It will be ridiculous. And then only people like me and you are going to go in the media or because you know somebody and now, hey, they got you two tickets to it. And that's not what the parade should be. The parade to me is at its best because everybody can go. Your grandma can go. Your two kids can go. You guys can go out there and you got a chance to wave at Patrick Mahomes and you got a chance to celebrate with people about where we live. Every city, every team does kind of the parade rally thing differently. And I'm actually reminded of when I went to the Braves parade recently, that that and how they did it. There was two different actual parade paths. There was one through downtown, and everybody got on the bus, and they drove up the interstate, and then they went to the place around the stadium, and then the finishing rally was actually inside the stadium. Ludacris, big boy. They did everything on the diamond, basically. No charge for those tickets, but as you're saying, like it was sold out within the first five minutes and we could only get two tickets because we knew somebody or season ticket holders or that kind of thing, which, which, which is wrong. Like that, that's not what this should be about. There are some events where that should be. I understand that everybody can't go to, I mean, next year when the chiefs put the banner up, everybody can't go like everybody sure. cannot afford to go. Everybody can't go. And right. I get that. Nobody goes to the ring ceremony. I mean, the ring ceremony is uh, invite only like certain events are not for the general population. It stinks because these are events that, have been historically, and and we've had them without issue for the most part. But if we need to, the goal is safety, right? Mm-hmm. And the ultimate. Instance, I just don't know how you. I mean, I, I I I feel like we all want the same thing. I just think we all are going to, in the same way that a lot of these debates are, we are all just going to strongly disagree on what sure. safety is, like, yeah. or how I, to get there. Like, if if you were telling me. Kind of what you were talking about. Hey, let's make the part at Union Station. If you want to come inside and actually see the rally. But you and I both know. How can you, and a little bit different than the draft, people are, no one is on 16th and Grand to celebrate the draft the way that they are. Like, people are all the way down by Grand Slam all the way to Union Station. Yeah. How do you make that secure? And the same thing could have happened on the parade route somewhere. It just happened in front of Union Station. This could have happened on 5th and Grand. These people could have gotten into an argument the same way they could have got into 11th and Grand. We're talking about a wide area of people. I just don't know how you secure all of that and make sure that absolutely nothing happens. That just doesn't seem logical or feasible. 
Q was talking a lot about like the elevation of Kansas City and how you know we're riding this escalator now, World Cup City, new events, the new stadium for the current, and all these different things. Like it stinks that like part of that process is excluding what things used to be or the way things used to be or finding different ways to accomplish things. Like I know history tells us one thing, but we have to learn from patterns. I'm not completely against them moving it to Arrowhead for the rally purpose of things. Yeah, I am. I mean, I maybe this is just uh, I don't want to change. And I, I refuse to let a day that was 98% positive. And let's not make it seem like it's the first parade that we have had. We have had three other parades For sure. yeah. go off without incident. Yeah, We have had dozens of watch parties down at Power and Light where people have come together to watch the Chiefs and people have come together to watch the Big 12 and do all these things. Sure. Without Kansas incident, City hosts without so many big events. I mean, without- we had the draft, draft parade draft this most recent time, like, or parade draft parade, excuse me. And the fact that I guess we have had all those events and we continue. I mean, it's not like this. I mean, yeah. they're going to have the Big 12 tournament in a month. They're going to have a St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day parade, parade. Yeah. in a month. Like they're still going to continue to have outdoor events now for what is the best outdoor event that your city can host. The best outdoor event your city can host is a championship parade. And there are cities that wish you could have it. The Lions have never had a parade in their honor. Yeah. Minnesota, like there, there are so many places that have never had this kind of parade to now let the actions of three to five individuals now ruin it and drastically change it and make it the event where you got to know the ticket guy. Like, no, that that's not what the parade should be about. I agree. Sometimes the consequences, this is what my parents taught you growing up, sometimes the consequences of a few bad apples ruin the whole bunch. And it, not, it doesn't have to go away forever. What if it's just like a temporary thing? What if it's a timeout? What if we cool out? What if we evolve the way it goes? What if the rally is over here? What if we change the parade route? Like, there are ways to have this discussion without just, no. Are they no, doing this no, in no, every change. city? Because, I mean, we, we agree. I mean, someone is going to win the NBA Finals in June, and they are going to have another parade. Yeah, wasn't there an and, incident and, and, I'm just, I, I don't know who is going to win it. I'm going to yeah. guess they have gun violence in that city. I don't know who is going to win it. Denver. Denver had a parade yeah. in June. Ten people got shot after the Nuggets parade. That was the first time they'd ever won the NBA Finals, and they had a shooting. So I, I, I don't know who's going to win the NBA Finals. We're going to have another parade in this country coming up in four months. Are we just done with outdoor parades? Are we just done with them as a celebration? Like, we are done having them. No. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. I think there's room in the middle. It's worth the conversation. Oh, it's definitely worth the conversation. My conversation is no. I'm just a strong adamantly. <laughs> no, I don't want anything to do with it. No, please stop. It's no surprise that that. I mean, I get, I get it. It, it, it stinks. That was the overall feeling that I got from yesterday. It's just like, it hurts. It's like it's, like you said, the, the the whole day started so well and. The, the, the overwhelming vibe and the, the feeling around parade day is positive. You always want to go into the into that thinking the best. And, and even 41, like, we have a lot of safety meetings before these things, and, and we went through it. Where the, know where the exits are at all times. And I'm yeah. thinking during those meetings, like, similar to how students now are having active shooter drills mm-hmm. and all these things, like, why are we doing this? And then you're reminded of it the very next day. Right now, we're joined in studio by Aaron Ladd of KSHB 41 News. We'll keep this conversation coming up on this side. Keep right here. It's the drive. 
You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your home for Chiefs football in Kansas City is 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. (laughs) I'm not laughing because it's not funny. Rob, this is a 100% true story. 100% true story. Aaron said, yo, you never pull up the text line. Let me see it. And I was like, you know what, man? I will let you see the text line if you want. Hey, I will tell you the code. I'll tell you the password. You can log in and look at it. He's like, finally, I finally get to be part of y'all show. You know how Aaron talks. Is that how it sounds? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Certainly. Have. Finally. So like, yeah, here you go. Here's, here's the stuff. <laughs> this is this is all true, Rob. He then started looking through and reading through the text of the show. And he's like, Yo, why did you give me this? This text line is a this is this is a cesspool. He just said that. That's why I started laughing. I was like, I no. Yeah, it's not good. That's Don't good. especially today. Minimize. Especially just got, just today. Got it minimized over here. I now. mean, it's cool on like a hey, the Chiefs won. Yeah, the text line gonna be cool. Yeah. Chiefs might even lose. Text line's gonna be funny then. You're talking about gun violence, race. In America, mm-hmm. all in one place, football. You're talking about all the things that are, like, controversial, mixing together in one time. You yeah. thought the text line was going to be cool today? I could have told you that. <laughs> I, I could have saved you. And a Chiefs Super Bowl, it's wild. Yeah, it's like, I could have yeah. saved you from that. I'm trying to t- – I, I wouldn't wish the text line on anybody. I know they have bots on Twitter, but I didn't know they had bots. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, wish the text, the text line, line too. <laughs> I wouldn't wish the text line on anybody. No, just please stay away from it. I got to do it. It's my job. I've just learned how to deal with it now. It still gets robbed sometimes. At this point, I'm a cold vet. They don't even uh, bother me I don't know. Point. I've walked in here sometimes, and you're, like, fighting with the computer screen. You call that because I text people back. Like, I like, actually I can, reply. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's I'm interacting with them. It I can't can just tell. be me screaming all the time. I got to at least 
I gotta talk sometimes. Somebody I gotta will hit talk you with back. a, a one liner on there, and it'll really just. No, that doesn't happen very often. That may be like <laughs> once a month. Somebody will just be like, "Bro, what's going on?" At this point, you know what I've gotten better. At? I've gotten better. At you. I'm just gonna block you. Like I just, mm. I'm not gonna deal with it. Like I don't really block people for a lot, but like if you just constantly annoy me, you know, like this isn't a fun. This isn't a fun <laughs> experience for me. Like I, I, I'm not coming to work to be annoyed. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, no, I, I'll just, I'll just quietly. You know what? We, you and I have reached the end of our conversation. We reached the end of the road. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm a silently block. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I blocked you. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna block you and move on with my life. Cold killer. Where does yesterday rank? I guess in terms of like, you know, you've been doing this for a while. You know, it's yeah. gonna be one of those days that you know people ask you about. You know, I got, I mean, I'm sure you got 20, 30 text messages. Yeah. Hey, are you there? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm at the station. I'm with Rob. You know, we're good. Yeah. Like, what, where does yesterday rank in terms of your coverage of just events that you've been a part of? You were yards away from everything that happened yesterday. Yeah, it's a seminal moment. I was talk, talking to people after. I'm like, this will really not, I don't know if I'll remember this day for the parade anymore, really. I think I'll remember it for just how quickly things changed. Willie Gay was on stage without his shirt off with a bear mask on. And then 15 minutes later, people are running for their lives. Like, it, 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 I don't think I'll ever forget that transition. And where does it rank? It's, it's different because I think a lot of the moments where I feel what I felt yesterday, it was earlier in my career, maybe when I was doing more strictly news stories or, like, big, big games maybe, the fourth quarter or overtime at the Super Bowl. But, like, it's a different feeling. It's It just is... I, f- I just I just felt sore and hurt, and it hurt to like look at things and scroll, and I couldn't stop looking things and the updates. It's it's something I will remember for a very long time. I know that people just don't like think that you can get tired doing our job. Like when you sit around and talk about sports yeah. all day, like you can't be tired. It's not like a physical tired. It's more like a mental emotional tired. I don't think I've ever went to sleep that early. Certainly, it's been a long time since I went to sleep. Like, I normally go to sleep around, like, 12, 12.30, you know, somewhere Man, in that range. one thirty-two. Yeah, like, somewhere in that range. Dog, I'm telling you, I took a shower. I ate some tacos. It was, like, 8.30. I was struggling. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, how you be trying to stay up. Like, Man, I ain't going to bed this early. I was like, I guess, I mean, this, this is the time I'm going to bed. I think it was about, like, 8.45 yesterday. There's, like, a real wear. There's, like, a real emotional trauma from... Even if you didn't witness it, just being around, being in that area, I kind of mentioned earlier, like, there is a nature of what we experience and what goes on after these mass shootings. I mean, at this point in our country, we've experienced it so many times that it's, like, almost a a script or a pattern, like, but for it to happen to our community, I think that there is a real trauma associated with what the day was supposed to be, what the day ended up being, how people react to that. Then there's the kind of wrinkles or reverberations of how, like, the national reaction is to it. It's associated to the NFL. It was so weird seeing, like, other sporting games do their moment of silence, and it's like yeah, Kansas Chiefs, City. Yeah. yeah. Like, people, random teams putting out, like, the Chargers, your favorite team, put out a statement. You know, rivals You're on do the that field. in the middle of all of this? In the middle of all of this, me and you are bonding. After you and I have you, you're just going to throw a random Chargers diss in there. That's just stating facts. Okay, my bad. Go ahead. I'm, I apologize for cutting you off. It was just, it just, it was almost imposter syndrome a little bit because it's like, oh crap, that was that was an event that I was there for, and I don't know if I'll fully process that in the moment right now. 
maybe in like five years, 10 years, we'll be able to look back on it a little differently. If the parade celebrations change, we'll think back about that yeah, even absolutely. more so. I mean, I mean, as much as I don't want it to be about what happened at the end of the event, I mean, that's how people are going to remember it. Like, that's how people are going to remember. It. I mean, we've had we've had three very successful parades. Yeah. I said earlier, like, the Royals Parade is, I would say, is the best day of my life. Oh, wow. From start to finish, the most fun, yep. seeing Kansas City, the unity. It is. It, it was the best day of my life. <laughs> it was the best day. I'm tired of looking at you, Rob Ladd. I mean, really? Yeah, it is. I would say it was the best day of my life up to this point. Don't you have kids? Yeah, it, it, it was the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the Royals Parade. It was a great day. An amazing day. Those days are up there. <laughs> They're up there. <laughs> okay, I'll give you something else, Atlanta, too. Yeah, I was actually on. at the Atlanta Olympic bombings. Well, I was obviously yeah, like a kid. Yeah, very you were young. little. I was like under a year, but like events in Atlanta changed after that. Like how, how we go to sporting events change. Like, Going to airports changed after 9-11. Like, it's the, it's always the actions of a few that dictate the rest. I don't think that that's anything different in this case and circumstance. It's a bummer because it's a, mm-hmm. affecting our community, and we think that it shouldn't be this way. But Kansas City does have a gun problem, so maybe things should change. Yeah, I guess I, I, I wonder, though, I, I guess, let me make it twofold, though. I think what I struggle with on yesterday, like my like normal human emotion, is the love and passion that I have for Kansas City and seeing a day that is supposed to celebrate that. Like, yesterday is about the civic pride that you have, right? It is about going out in the streets and high-fiving your neighbor and celebrating it and playing catch with kids and celebrating the fact that we are from Kansas City and that a parade of this magnitude and what it is celebrating doesn't happen in places like this. And the uniqueness of it, of understanding that this is not a yearly event. Yeah. The Big 12 parade is a yearly sure. event. The Big 12 tournament is a yearly sure. St. event. St. Patrick's Day parade, yeah. This is not yearly. They might never have another one. No. We think they will have another one. We don't know that to be the case. They'll probably have another one. Or they might not have another one for a decade. I'm yeah, sure the Patriots sure. thought that, but it took the Patriots. They had 10 years in between parades. Each one, each one of them is unique, and I thought a big part of the character of, of the parade this year was that it, it was an unexpected one. You know, it wasn't one that people penciled in as like, we're going to see in February. Like they had to overcome a lot of adversity. I think the players felt that too. So I think it's that side of it is just like that part of my brain is like, man, yesterday is a day that is supposed to celebrate Kansas city. Mm -hmm. And for the majority of my day, that's exactly what it was. Like I'm at home. Some of my closest friends are there. Their kids are there. We're all laughing. We're playing games. We're watching on television. The parade then goes by. Like it, it was a, it was a great day. I didn't get here. Rob and I are joking. Like, this news broke. I'm not joking. It broke during the open. Like, we are literally playing the music that we start. I remember what my take was going to be. And then Rob tells me, yo, don't do that right now. Turn to Channel 9. I'm like, what's happening on Channel 9? Channel 9? He didn't, he didn't say. That's what he told me. He no, that's what he told me. You said turn to channel that's nine. That's what he said. He said turn to channel nine. What, what, turn to channel 41, the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. That's not what we said, though. He said turn to channel nine. I grabbed the remote. I turned to channel nine, and then I saw shooting, and he said, like, whoa, what's going on? So then we scrambled to put it on the television, and that's what happened. So it, it's those two things of knowing that a place that I feel so passionately about and knowing that it is in pain today 
And knowing that yesterday, I mean, leading up to that point, other people had the same, man, this is the best day of my life. It's so yeah. cool to see yeah. all the confetti and the parade and all of that Was stuff. Was that parents saying that? Yeah, it could be. And then, <laughs> and then in this, like in this moment, somebody just decided to ruin that, man. That sucks. Maybe this one needs to feel different though, Carrington. Maybe since since the Chiefs are such a big part of the identity of this community, right? Maybe this is what it took to grab people's attention. It happening on parade day, on the day that's meant to be a joyous occasion, on the day where everybody's attention is solely focused on one thing. But Aaron, you and I think we live in America. You think that's you think that's the you think that's going to happen? I mean, come on now. I mean, as as much as I want to believe what you are saying, as much as I agree with what you're saying, you and I live in the same country and you and I both know what's going to happen. We're going to talk about this on Monday and people are going to be over it. Or you're going to do it on your news show. People are going to be like, why are you talking about this? Stop beating a dead horse. You come on now. You know this. As much as everybody, the way they feel now and emotional, you know in two, three days that is exactly what's going to happen. And we're going to move on and we're going to move forward and nothing will, no, nothing will change based off what happened. If anything, I would say that your experience in these events moving forward is only going to be worse and less enjoyable. Hmm. All those safety things that you talk about, they're the worst. The fact that we all got to take our shoes off in the airplane <laughs> is the worst. You know it is. I figured Big Dot had clear by now. I do have clear. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I do have clear. <laughs> you know I You're got clear. You're still going through Gin Pop uh, Sometimes TSA? it depends. Sometimes it depends. I got clear, but I'll look, and I'll look at the regular TSA line, and I'll be <laughs> like, all right, laugh. I'm going over there. Yeah, I'm going over there. I that that yeah, adds. That's the other layer. Like when I talk about disheartening and disappointment and heartbreaking, like that's another layer of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like an onion because it's not just the actual event happening itself. It's the reaction to the event. It's the inaction to the event. It, it, there's there, like it's we've seen this script in this movie so many times. This is a syndicated program at this point in time. I mean, it's probably going to run again next week somewhere. I mean, maybe not in Kansas City, but somewhere. KC. All, I mean, all over, right? I mean, that's it was on the anniversary of Stoneman, Douglas, and Parkland. Like, it It hurts. What does after the Super Bowl look like for Aaron Land? Like, what is the next? We usually feel into, like, March Madness mode in a minute here. It looks like KU men and K-State women will be our two big teams this year. Oh, see how far they go. Uh, usually people are in Arizona. I wonder if we would go to spring training this year. Are y'all doing any spring training or are you just sending Vern on his own? I, I do not I do not think that we are going to spring training, no. Yeah. So that 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 those are the You two. like going to spring training? I've actually never covered a spring training. Oh, it's cool. You would like it. Well, I don't really work in a market that really values that. Oh, I just I'm just saying I think you would enjoy it. I've been twice to spring training. How long were you out there? A week, both times. Ooh. It is it is pretty cool. Uh, I, this is, a, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to make fun of me for oh, this. Gosh. I don't really check the weather that much, like on your app and You're going to wear a flannel anyway. It doesn't matter. So You were in Vegas wearing flannels on the strip. Like I had a turtleneck it and was, a, a blazer on. It was cold. Steve Wall had a designer. Even Pete Sweeney had on a collar shirt. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay true. You, you, you had a true. flannel on on the Vegas trip. <laughs> I'm going to stay true. There were athletes around. Ryan Fitzpatrick was in the was in the party. You saw Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah. I don't remember him. 
You don't this remember. Might be, yeah, that might be not be a good <laughs> I don't partner. think you remember much, that to, might not to be, be honest good. with you. I'm serious, though. Ryan Fitzpatrick was in the party we were at. It was an Amazon function. I yeah. don't remember seeing Ryan Fitzpatrick there. A lot of them were there. I think Michael Smith was walking around, too. Oh, I don't remember this. You didn't come get me and tell me? Like, oh, hey, he's over there. I tried to tell you a lot, but I don't think you were really listening. You think that's a you thing or a me thing? Oh, it was a you thing. It was a me yeah, thing. It was, <laughs> yo, it was a you thing. Oh, have I told you the craziest thing I saw when I was in Vegas? Let's hear it. Will you tell me a story and I'll tell you a story too? We can just share stories right now. We can bond <laughs> together. Other people can hear us bonding together. We can bond <laughs> together. I told Rob this story. It was, it's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I've seen you, a lot of crazy things first. in my life. Yeah, you go. So I'm going, it's on Saturday morning. I'm leaving to go get brunch. And for those of you that know, I'm going to Alexis. So it's like right there on the strip. You know, like that Mona Me guy B is right there, right next to Paris. And then Alexis, like right there on the strip, right next to the Bellagio. He's a local. So I, I go a lot. So I am walking out. And to my right, I look. And then it is Dennis Rodman. And I was like, oh, hey, that's Dennis Rodman. I was like real yeah. calm. Like, oh, sure. hey, that's Dennis Rodman. Yeah. This is the true story. I then see Dennis Rodman taking shots with Lawrence Taylor. And I'm just sitting there. My mind is blown. Because if I did like make a list of people that would be cool to take shots with yeah. together, that seems like a but really good one. Two. Those two weren't taking shots with you. You just watched nearby. No, I just watched. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to go over like, hey, can we? You know what you I mean? I wasn't about yourself? to do that. No, I just uh, went to brunch. I'm Carrington Harrison, nationally syndicated radio host. I'm sure you've heard of me in my flannels. <laughs> wow. You think I, I should have <laughs> left like that? You think I should have went up to Dennis Robin and be like, oh. You think no? So I saw them two taking shots. I kind of looked, and it was like a unicorn moment. Like I knew I was seeing something that I would never see again. Yeah. And how special of a moment this was. And then I I left. That was it. I didn't say anything to him. That was the wild thing about the Super Bowl in Vegas. It was like no matter where you went on it was, the strip, yeah, there was everywhere. literally people everywhere. And it's like, oh, there's Johnny Manziel and Jason Kelsey and Cam Newton are at the crash. You saw table Johnny Manziel? I did see Johnny Manziel. Oh. Uh-huh. There's some people I can't even lie. Like if I saw, I'd be like, "Oh man, you were so and so." I, I'm, you're gonna make fun of me for who I kind of had that feeling about. I saw Matt Leinert. God, that's I, such a lowbrow name. <laughs> Rob Yo, knows Matt this. Like Leinert. Honestly, of like all the famous people I've seen, I don't know why I get this way about college football players. He makes fun of me for how much I love Cam Newton because when Cam Newton was at Auburn. But Cam, but Cam is one of those figures. Though. Matt Leiner was the quarterback for that. Those, you remember how great those USC teams were back in the day? You remember that? I was in middle school. You st- when did you start watching sports? <laughs> well, I've actually heard your takes. <laughs> I don't want to know. Don't answer that question. I've heard your takes. I've heard them. It takes a minute for me to like. I didn't go up and I'd take a picture, but we literally walked past it like, oh, hey, that's Matt Leiner. You know, that happened to me this year at a Chiefs game when I saw Caitlin Clark. Oh, okay. I was like, oh. Like, because, you know, it was like a different world almost. Like, when you see NFL people, it's like we're in that world a little bit. Caitlin Clark, it was like, I would never have gone to an Iowa game. I would have never seen her come to, like, it was like, oh, crap. Like, big name, State Farm in the building. Do you think you would score against Caitlin Clark if you guys played a basketball game together? Like, tomorrow, if you play, like, a one-on-one game to 10, do you think you score? Because she beats you, but, do like, do you think that you score? I would have to just knock down a, a three before. Just like, quick. You would, would have to be like a check, check ball. And then just shoot <laughs> check it ball and just, just shoot right away. Rob, are, so you and Tamar, you and Caitlin Clark play one-on-one. Do you score? Probably not. Yeah. Come on now. It would. I would hope that my height advantage would take over, but if I miss <laughs> the one jumper, it's over. 
You're not getting the ball back? <laughs> oh, he no. Said, <laughs> he said you're not getting one stop. Getting she's, getting, she's getting 10 buckets. She's getting 10 buckets on all of us. I'm scoring. We could play one on three, and she wins 10 nothing. I'm scoring. I'm, she's going to beat oh, me. Come sure. on now. She's this beating guy. me. I'm Me and Kayla Clark play. I, it's going to be 10-3. I'm scoring a couple when of buckets. When are you getting the three? Are you up 3-0, and then she goes on her 10-0 <laughs> no, run? It's gonna probably, so you're going you're gonna to get a stop. Oh, I'm definitely getting a stop. Oh, okay. I, I, I think what would happen in this scenario is like, all right, we're playing one on one, right? And she's up like six two, and like she she clearly is gonna win here. And then I get like one more bucket, and then that's the end of the game. I don't see there's any world in where you even score. To you be know, honest you, with you, you think I you don't think I score? I mean, Kayla Clark's one of the best women's basketball players on the planet. I 100% right now. agree with you. Incredible. I don't understand how you think you're getting multiple stops. <laughs> I think I, I think I, she would be Team USA unless, like tomorrow. Unless, unless we're counting, hey, she missed one no, somehow as a stop. That's a stop. Is that not a, that's the definition of a stop. Her missing a jumper is a stop. I don't know if you get the I like, rebound, I put though. my hand up. Do you get the rebound, though? Oh, I'm playing fundamental. I'm turning around, <laughs> boxing out, locating. I'm getting a stop. 100%. 10-3. That's what the score would be me and Caitlin Clark. She won. I'm not thinking I'm beating Caitlin Clark in a game, but I'm getting a couple of buckets in. This is some hubris here, unlike I've ever seen from you. Well, well, I guess since Vegas, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate you, Aaron Ladd. I really do. I know that I give you a lot of grief. You also give me a lot of grief, but you are one of my favorite people to talk to. Aww. I appreciate you. That's, you know what? Love is in the this air. This is the last time. <laughs> I, this is the last time I would ever say these kind of Love things. Love is in the air. This is, this is a this is a special conversation. <laughs> you will never get this again. Never. Well, I got us up to three. You never know. Yeah, you know no, we're almost there. <laughs> Please close out the text line. Don't ever read the text line again. Please right. don't read Goodbye. the text line. Uh, coming up on the other side, something that you know what? You would definitely want to read the text line for. A lot of people said that what happened yesterday is reason why they do not support a downtown stadium. Oh. I want to talk about that next. Keep nice. it right here. It's the drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 